Fine. Hello, welcome back to the Passion Project. My name is Alex Adams, and today we'll be talking to my good friend Rose about her passion for working on cemeteries, which is a really interesting kind of field of work. And um, and she's already worked um, at cemeteries in Wellington, where she lives in, uh, or where she lived in New Zealand, and now she's working at the Thames School of Mines, which is kind of associated to that in terms of the work, but not um, exactly the same. And uh, welcome to the pod. How are you? Yeah. Good, cheers. Thanks for having me. Um, and so we can just get straight into it, Rose. Um, let Just tell us a little bit about the work that you've done at cemeteries and, and you're working on right now. Yeah, so um, previous work. Uh, <laughs> I currently don't work at a cemetery. I work at a museum uh, that includes an otapa, which is a like a Maori burial ground. Mm -hmm. um, and so the museum was originally a church. And the church was put on that land to preserve the, um, is there like a comparable term for like mana in like a Canadian indigenous? Mm, probably not. Um, it's like a tricky term to describe, I guess. It's yeah. like, um, like your spiritual strength and what you draw from. So um, in like Maori culture, you don't walk over the dead. So that land was given to the church and mm -hmm. now our museum is on it and we walk over it every day. Um, but like prior to that, I did a lot of stuff for Wellington City Council. So um, like to do with ongoing preservation and maintenance of graves mm -hmm. um, and also columbarium, which are like uh, little alcoves that you put ashes in, mm -hmm. um, which is pretty interesting in itself, the way those have developed. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that's awesome. are fun. <laughs> and, and, and kind of what got you like started and interested in, in working on cemeteries? Was it the history? Was it... Um, just kind of the Maori element in some cases what was it yeah I, you know I think the like the way that Kiwis have approached uh, the Maori element so like culture of tapu or taboo probably played a part but I um, so I went to uni and I was really interested in like um, like artificial reality and how we used it and I mm -hmm. made the mistake of reading something on like human remains display in museums Mm -hmm. And it kind of snowballed out of control from there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I got really into, yeah, how we approach human remains in museums. And then from that, what we do with cemeteries and how we as a society like approach them. Interesting. Um, and, and was that something as a kid that you were like always interested in kind of cemeteries like or and were your parents kind of influential or was it kind of once you were in university? Uh, not really. So my mom works in health and my dad works for the police. Mm -hmm. So um, there was like no background for it. And my family don't really like talk about death. Like my dad's family don't even like have funerals. So okay. it definitely wasn't. We had like an abandoned cemetery. I live, I grew up on a farm mm -hmm. um, and they had an abandoned cemetery, which would drive past like to and from school every day. Wow. Um, but like, yeah, I wouldn't say it was like a major factor. Um, but like growing up on the farm, I guess we we like had quite a different approach to death than a lot of people. Like it was mm -hmm. just an inevitability. Um, mm -hmm. And like you would watch like a sheep would die and like it would like decay and it would give back to the ground and stuff. So in that, yeah, in that aspect, I guess so, but not a whole lot. Um, mm -hmm. I guess like it, for me, like it did kind of start with, um, I went to, you've not been to Greece, eh? No, I've not. No. no well uh, I guess, technically uh, i did for a day but when i was like 
six, but no, not really. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, continue. I went to a, like a war cemetery on Greece. So like a lot of like quite significant battles happened in Greece during the Second yeah. World War because mm-hmm. um, Crete was taken over by the Nazis. And they have this cemetery there. Um, it's really beautiful. And so I remember being there and thinking, oh, this is pretty interesting. But mm-hmm. yeah, it probably didn't. And, like, and how old were you? You said, was this university? Yeah, this was uni. So I would have been 20, 21. Okay. 20, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so that kind of, you know, that are you like what you're trying to say is that like had a big impact on you? And yeah, I would say that probably had more of an impact than my parents. Um, it was like a real nice, like I had originally, I was like, I'll probably be a classics teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but um, it was just like this very, yeah, I guess maybe that was more of a trigger than human remains. It definitely put the idea in my head. But at the time, it was just kind of like a nice, interesting thing to look at. Because mm-hmm. like, I just for the listeners, like when I knew you, like you loved classics and history. And like, you know, when I kind of approached you about this podcast, um, it made a lot of sense to me how you kind of went into cemeteries, because I know you your love for the the ancient greeks and and just kind of going on that was that kind of something like when you were in greece i know you said um uh, that you mentioned creed and in world war ii but was that kind of part of it at all or yeah so it was um it was a classics like a study abroad trip um and like definitely like if i was to go back and do like further education my parents would kill me but um something in how um like they approached death too would be really interesting so like again just a very interesting way of doing things but yeah I wouldn't say it was like a huge factor Mm -hmm. um maybe like a kind of a shifting of interests and priorities Mm -hmm. but yeah if that makes sense and so kind of why don't you just tell us a little bit how you you know like what brought you to deciding to to work at the cemetery um or the cemeteries in in Wellington so I um after I went to Greece I decided on like a split second that I was going to do a master's in museum studies at Vic Uni in Wellington not in Canada (laughs) um and um like I said I started that plan was like I was going to do like um augmented reality and making things more accessible to people with disabilities that was what I was really keen on um and then I got caught up in this whole thing about human remains um and what kind of interested me because in New Zealand we have this culture of tapu like I said before which is like sacred stuff it's like sacred um you don't muck around with it Mm -hmm. and um I was really interested in why like you know shrunken heads are like really unacceptable to us culturally but like a mummy is fine a lot of museums don't have mummies on anymore, but like they would be acceptable to us. And so I was like, well, that's really strange. Um, and I went to like Australia to see how they did it. And they will just like straight up have child mummies out, which is quite like a, wow. yeah, it's really gross. Eh? Like it's like quite a, something that like you wouldn't be acceptable here. So that in itself was quite interesting. So, so um, just, just it, kind of clarify, sorry, I, I don't mean to really cut okay. you off, but so are you referencing what's the distinction between mummies in um, museums and and what again sorry uh like um like uh the shrunken heads so like Maori shrunken heads that were brought 
Um, so yeah, I, I find that like aspect really interesting. Why do we treat some bodies with different difference than others? Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at cemeteries and I don't know how it is in Canada, but in New Zealand, the council expects um, like families to have ongoing responsibility for graves. So oh wow, I, I'm not you would be sure, responsible but... for your great, great, great grandfather's grave or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like fallen apart. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's like, quite significant historical significance cultural significance mm-hmm. etc and and these cemeteries and they've just kind of been let to fall apart and I thought that was really interesting when we come from a culture with such a I don't know if reverence is the right word but like such a um like we don't talk about death so like it's mm-hmm. it's such like a yeah something that we're really funny about but yet our cemeteries have been left to fall into like rot and repair mm-hmm. um and uh, for a while, I worked at the War Memorial in Wellington. So my job was that I had to clean the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier every day. Oh, wow. And from there, I was like, oh, well, why does he get like a special treatment? But those people in the cemetery don't. Mm-hmm. And from there, I did an internship with Wellington City Council. So that was where we did the um, like grave maintenance plan and the stuff on the columbarium. So, yeah, kind of in this really like spirally sort of um, things that, interest me I would follow and then when they stopped being interesting I would go and do something else kind of way mm-hmm. and, and and kind of what did that make you feel like how did you feel when you were working um on on cemeteries and 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 that I think like a lot of people and definitely in New Zealand um they're like quite uncomfortable being around cemeteries and like being around human remains but I, it's not something that I personally have an issue with. I mean, like dead people are dead people. They're not going to like jump out of the grave and like try and, yeah, the walking dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that wasn't like a huge concern. I think that they're like quite significant places of reverence. Um, like it's everyone who's gone before you was there. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's a huge cultural breadth of people, you know, like you really see the full Mm-hmm. in municipal cemeteries you really see like the full range of, of everyone and mm-hmm. I always think it's quite special when you go in because like you know you might have a bigger monument but if you're rich you're poor you're black or you're white you're like Muslim or Christian or whatever we all die mm-hmm. and so like that's always kind of I, I, that's usually what I think about when I'm in there I'm like you know there's not any difference between us or mm-hmm. anybody else mm-hmm. or anything else mm-hmm. um, of course yeah yeah but yeah I don't uh, freak about about like ghosts or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, not <laughs> movies or something like that. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah. get that. Um, would you say you have a kind of a favorite like thing that you like to do at a cemetery or work on or? Yeah, definitely. Like, I am real keen on like restoration and maintenance. Um, that would like definitely probably be my favorite. So that's how you like preserve the grave or fix it um, in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Cleaning them is really fun. Basically, you get this thing called BioShield. I don't know if you have it in Canada, but it's like a lichen remover. Okay. And you spray it and like it will all like come off. Um, mm-hmm. And you can get it off with like your debit card, which is oh, quite wow. fun. Yeah, it's, it's very satisfying. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't water blast, which would be even more fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's always really, really, really good fun. Just like cleaning. Um, and yeah, I've watched like repairs and stuff. And I imagine that would be pretty cool as well. Mm-hmm. But is that- I am. Um, is that something that you'd maybe want to go into? It's something I would love to do, but you have to be a stonemason. And I don't know if that's a career that I would be getting into anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe like in the very distant future. 
but yeah. yeah it's always fun um to yeah that kind of upkeep and sometimes you'll like move like um you'll pull out some weeds or something and like an old vase that's been there since like the 40s will be there as well mm-hmm. um which is always kind of cool so it's yeah. like a no oh, of course true to him. yeah yeah and like is that is that kind of you know what's the shift been like since you you're working at um the school of mines in thames thames i said it right but uh is that kind of similar or 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 just why not just give us kind of Uh, so um, at the other part that we're based on um there is it's like kind of a source of contention between the iwi and heritage new zealand who i work for Mm-hmm. um so we we don't eat or drink on site and we don't have toilets which is pretty standard wow. for another path wow. um but there's not a lot of anything else that we do and it's only recently that we've even been able to tell people that it is an auto path okay so and what what yeah. is that exactly is that what you mentioned previous sorry just oh the auto path is a burial ground yeah yeah, yeah. That's what i thought yeah um, um so yeah, it's it's really different. It's gone from this like celebration almost to not acknowledging it, mm-hmm. which is quite strange. But I've yeah, we actually aren't even sure where exactly on the property the other part is. Like mm-hmm. it's just a it's a big mess of and, stuff. And, and how do they know that there is one then? Uh just the culture memory of the iwi, and also there are acknowledgments and paperwork. So going back to like 18, the 1860s, which in New Zealand is a really long time ago, but not in any other country. Yeah. Um, there's documentation saying that, you know, this is there, um, mm-hmm. this is still there. In 1900, it went to court. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of like uh, both oral history and like physical history. So just to, just to clarify, so are you kind of digging up, looking for it? Are you- No, 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 that, that no. wouldn't be like, we aren't even no. allowed to plant things on the grounds. So you're um, kind of- taking like your it's a monument to kind of represent that there is a ground somewhere but you just don't know is that kind of yeah there's not even a monument so the way that the iwi would like for us to approach it is that we just don't touch it Mm -hmm. and that's just what we do so we've only recently been able to even tell people that there is an otopa um yeah um and i think we're in the process of um we have this thing where if you go somewhere tapu you cleanse yourself with water afterwards mm-hmm. so we're in the process of getting something like that set up but that'll probably be the only acknowledgement that we have for quite a while and and kind of like going forward a little bit is is there something that um like what's what kind of goal or what kind of work would you love to do it, with regards to cemeteries um um I want to manage my own cemetery one day which is probably mm-hmm. like not something I would have said when I was like seven and people were asking what I wanted to do yeah um it's pretty like Morticia Adams um <laughs> but I would like really like to manage a commonwealth uh Wargraves uh cemetery is that, um, so that what would what's that exactly so there where all the um commonwealth um soldiers so after the uh, First World War, America took all their soldiers home and the Commonwealth soldiers basically were left where they were. So there's these big cemeteries in France and Italy and Greece yeah. and um, all over the place. I mean, I think there's one in like India and stuff and one in um, South Africa. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, I'd really like to manage one of those. I um, The thing that they did with them is that all their graves are equal. So there's no difference between like yourself or the Hindi soldier next to you or the Jewish soldier mm-hmm. next to him. Mm-hmm. But in that same vein, they haven't really acknowledged the cultural diversity that they have um, in the 
in their graves. So mm-hmm. like they've done a few little bits and pieces with um, Arabic graves. I think right recently there was one about like a female who was killed in her grave, um, her being Muslim. But mm-hmm. there's no, yeah, like you've got the, the way that like a Maori person versus like a, a, yeah. a, a Pakeha, which is like a white New Zealander versus like um, an Indian person address graves is so different. And I do kind of think that maybe that's important to begin to acknowledge, especially in a space like that. Like, you know, the equality and death is really important, but so is the individual community mm-hmm. and community, I suppose. Yeah. And would that be something kind of to, is that something that you kind of want to see changed? Um, not just in terms of like a little adjustment here or there, but really kind of an acknowledgement of, you know, of. Yeah, I think people. it's like, obviously they don't have to change the grades, but I think it's a really cool potential for exhibition. Mm-hmm. At the very least, I think it does need to be acknowledged. I think it's like quite a, an English thing to be like, yeah, you yeah, know, they're, they're all the same. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it does need to yeah, definitely be acknowledged, but yeah, almost celebrated as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be quite cool. That's awesome. Is there some place or some cemetery in particular that you'd want to work at? Oh, uh, you know what? Not massively. Um, <laughs> no. uh, it's, yeah, anyone would be nice. Yeah. Get out of New Zealand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe somewhere warm. Mm. Um, those are probably my only priorities. But yeah, either, they would all be nice. Um, mm-hmm. France, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I mean, I totally get that. I, I've, I, I really would like to go personally to the one in, in France for like Dieppe and stuff like that. That mm-hmm. those look just like beautiful, um, kind of touchstones to history, really, right? Um, yeah, I think it's like there are some of them where they, you know, they were just put in mass graves, so they have no idea like who's actually there, or like sometimes the headstones aren't even over graves. Mm-hmm. Um, like I quite like to go to Passchendaele because like when you think about the brutality of that Mm -hmm. to go to like this really ordered neat beautiful cemetery is quite like a strange disconnect i guess okay that's what i was gonna say is is do you find like you if you were let's say you could kind of redo it a little bit would you want to um kind of reshape that that cemetery probably not i mean i think it's really hard to cross that line and still be respectful but i also think that when you're like interpreting that space so like there is a, a commonwealth war graves museum mm-hmm. um there also needs to be like an acknowledgement that like how like it was a horrible thing to do like you were in a trench you had trench foot you're probably like 19 years old yeah all your friends were dead like and i think it, like the brutality of it doesn't often get acknowledged because you have these really orderly beautiful monuments mm-hmm. um and like here and it's the same here in new zealand like you have these beautiful big monuments and then you look at the names and like half the men in the town are now dead and it's kind of hard to conceptualize that i guess what so would, yeah is there what would you do to to show kind of you know memorialize i mean i mean you'd probably have to do that through like interpretation so like in a museum in a museum space mm-hmm. um oral history survivors accounts if you could have recordings something like that mm-hmm. sound effects are always good they're a bit cheap though Mm-hmm. um and yeah just like how you interact with schools public programs and stuff like that so you wouldn't be able to do it in the cemetery itself yeah but i guess you could do it in the surrounding kind of um then i guess you could have tours to an extent maybe yeah definitely yeah. definitely i Is mean there... like some of those sorry. sorry 
Um, Some of those cemeteries, like people are buried in like shell craters. Mm -hmm. So there's like quite an easy space to interpret there, but like some of them where it was just like whatever field was available. Mm-hmm. It's not, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I hate how I've become a military history person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it makes sense, but it also, I, I get that, especially right now with everything going on, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like me in a very specific demographic of like older men. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no, I think it's, I think it's awesome that you're so interested in it. Like, I think it is something that our, like, society and, and I mean, not even, I don't, like, just, you know, civilization people, it's hard for them to kind of um, acknowledge and, and kind of, I think, what you Yeah, and I think if we right. don't acknowledge it or we, we, like, sanitize it and press it down, mm-hmm. we end up with, like, obviously, the situation begins to repeat itself. Mm-hmm. And because like like for you and I like I have no understanding of what anything like that would be like you know like Mm -hmm. but I can imagine like if you were older and you had memories of that then what is like happening at the moment would be quite concerning to you yeah 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 Yeah. for sure um is there kind of one like I I know I'm kind of going off a little bit but is there one or one way of if let's like if you could um take over a cemetery is there one way or one that you'd really kind of I'm, I'm kind of repeating myself but uh I'll just rephrase it's okay. one cemetery or type of cemetery that you'd kind of want to model one that you governed um not like massively I quite like with um have you ever been to like any of the magnificent seven but that's a strange question to ask of course you haven't been to like random cemeteries in London no. um there's a <laughs> no. there's a few um cemeteries in London which have become like tourist attractions so um people will come and pay pilgrimage to the people who visit them they they cost to get in there's a huge like friend space so there's mm-hmm. money to do upkeep mm-hmm. and that continues to push like the interest in them mm-hmm. um so something like that would be quite interesting because like these Victoria, they're all Victorian era um, in London. And they have some like quite wide ranges of people buried in their cemeteries, like politicians, authors, painters, etc. But so do we. And I think a lot of Kiwis fall into this trap where they're like, oh, because it's happened in New Zealand, it's not important. Mm-hmm. So to be able to do something like that here would be really cool. Um, not just to try and like do up these graves, but also to kind of like bolster or to remind people that like just because it happened in New Zealand and not in England or America that like it's still important like there's our politicians have done just as important things as like Eisenhower or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah we fall into this trap we're like oh because we're little and small what we do isn't important so something like that would be really cool to re-emphasize I guess would that be something kind of in the mold of almost spreading awareness in New Zealand about it or yeah like, definitely I mean have this... is that something you actively do yeah I mean I talk about symmetries all the fucking time I think everyone's sick of me oh sorry I probably shouldn't swear <laughs> that's okay <laughs> I can edit that out um yeah. I talk about symmetries all the time um and I think that maybe my upbringing and how close we were to death has like a different perspective mm-hmm. but Kiwis are really against talking about it like you don't talk about death you don't talk about symmetries and I think to do that and to like put it back into the public eye would be really cool 
um, not just to remind people of the value of, of these places and also like who's gone before us, mm-hmm. but also because I think it's really unhealthy to be like, oh, well, I don't want to talk about that. It's not real yeah. kind of thing. No, I agree. I, I mean, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And um, I think it's I think it's great. Hopefully you can spread more awareness, not just um, through your friends, but, um, you know, in life and, and maybe in maybe other kind of ventures. And hopefully you can be a, you know, the head of a cemetery or cemeteries or an association or something like that. And in, in that field, because you clearly um enjoyed is there anything else you'd want to talk about for cemeteries or anything probably not unless you want to do like an eight hour podcast well no no Um. no, but is there something kind of that you you know something new in the field that's really exciting you or that you'd want to work on or anything like that I mean like the field doesn't really change um cemetery spaces tend to be older people um just because that's the nature of the place um so yeah getting more young people in would be cool um but yeah not massively I mean I could talk about like crematoriums and bits and pieces like that until the cows come home but I don't know if any of that's like appropriate podcast I don't know but um but uh we'll we'll definitely have we'll talk about this um another time but um thank you very much Rose I had a great time learning I learned a lot um and hopefully uh you can kind of achieve some of these goals yeah I hope so too (laughs) Take care. Um, And thank you, listeners. uh, And we'll have another podcast coming out very soon for the Passion Project. See you soon.